Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. What up, my queen? I hope you are having an amazing day wherever you are listening in from. I am just knocking things out today left and right. I'm feeling pretty good because I'm still coming off a high from the Six Figure Differentiator Masterclass last night. I'm super happy and content with how it went overall, and I don't always feel that way after masterclass, masterclasses. I tend to be a little hard on myself, and, um, you know, technology and just there, there are a lot of factors that play into it. If you've ever done one of those, they can be mildly nerve-wracking, but the one last night just, uh, it was great. I think a lot of it had to do with the topic that we were covering that I'm I'm just super passionate about anyway. And then the group of women that made it live on the call were awesome too. They just asked great questions. It was awesome energy. Overall, it was a fantastic masterclass and I'm just thankful. So anybody who was able to join live, thank you or watch the replay. Thank you. I'm sure I will do something with this masterclass, repurpose it in some way. So if you missed it, or maybe you're new to this podcast and you're wondering what I'm talking about, I'm sure I'm going to do something with that just because like, I mean, it's by now, by the time you listen to this, it's deleted. So it needs to resurface at some point and I'm sure it will. And something else that I'm very excited about is at the end of that masterclass, I announced that the doors to the next round of the Influence to Income formula are officially open. And within 24 hours, like as I record this, I made that announcement less than 24 hours ago, and we have already sold 10 or 11 spots five of which are VIP spots, and there's only 15 VIP spots. So that tells me that the way that we have set up this round of the formula is a no-brainer because it was like over 10% of the women on the call bought a spot, which is for a masterclass, for a webinar, that level of conversion is insane. So I think we did a really good job setting up just what's included with the formula. Obviously what we're covering is super, super powerful, but you know, I think the VIP spots are definitely something that a lot of people are wanting for that one-on-one support. We're doing welcoming, welcome merch boxes this round as well, which I think helps people get excited. You get that amazing 90 page workbook, the social media strategy Bible, basically, that includes a 12 month social media calendar. So yeah, I mean, this round's going to be lit. (laughs) It's going to be juicy. It's going to be a lot of fun. So anyway, 
as you listen to this, if you listen to it within the week that this episode goes live, the doors are still open for enrollment. I believe enrollment ends end of day on May 3rd. So if you are curious what this is all about, if you are ready to grow your business on your social media and start making consistent income and engagement and the right followers and all the things you need as a business owner on your social media, this program is for you. You can see all the details in the link in the show notes and in the link in my bio. And if you have any questions at all, do not hesitate to reach out to me. Okay, now let's get on to the show. So today we are going to talk about a six-figure mindset. Now remember, don't get hung up on the six-figure part, okay? That is, it's it's just catchy. It's the title of my show. A lot of people, their, you know, their big benchmark that they're aiming for with their business is six-figure, and that was certainly one of mine as well. Now it's seven figures, so you are allowed to grow and evolve, so I don't want you to get hung up on the number. The whole point is I want you to insert like whatever your goal is. So maybe you've already hit six figures and you're ready to move on to multiple six figures. Cool, let's put multiple six figure mindset. Maybe your seven figures, seven figure mindset. Maybe you wanna make yours not even money-based. It could be freedom and fulfillment mindset. Okay, put whatever is meaningful for you there. But the whole point of this is to talk about how important this is, how crucial and critical and any other word that I could come up with to demonstrate to you how important the factor of your mind is when it comes to creating any level of success. In last week's episode, where I talked about your six-figure strategy and I broke that down. I shared that whenever I was creating my influence income formula, which is, you know, another way to say six-figure strategy or mine anyway, whenever I was coming up with that formula, at first I only had the strategy part in the formula, right? I had, you need to differentiate yourself. You need to make game-changing content. You need to have some sort of engagement strategy. You need to have some sort of growth strategy. That was whenever I first created that years ago, I was all about the action. I thought, okay, here here are the actions that one person needs to take. And if I outline these and if I train people on exactly what to do in these categories, there is no way that their business cannot fail. They will grow their business on social media. So that's what I did. I created the training. I put it out there. And... Some people, you know, they took it, they got their results for sure. Some people didn't vibe with them. No worries, that's going to happen. But then I noticed that some people, it simply, it wasn't working for them. And it wasn't for a lack of trying. They were trying to an extent, right? They They were doing, I guess, like what would be considered maybe their best at the time, not their potential best, but their best at the time. And it just, it wasn't working as well for them as other people who had very, very similar backgrounds, similar demographics, similar audience sizes, 
you know, most things were pretty equal. And these very similar people were getting very different results. And I couldn't figure out why that was so. And luckily, at the time, the way that I had this program set up, I was doing a lot of one-on-one calls with people in the program. And it did not take me long to figure out that the people that the formula and the six-figure strategy was working really well for, they had just a different approach and mindset altogether than the people that it wasn't working for. The people that it wasn't working for, and actually, let me back up too. There were also some people that they you know, they would see some small wins. It hadn't like fully clicked yet, but even they had a totally different attitude. And it just didn't take me long to realize, long story short, how important mindset was when it came to doing, I mean, doing anything, but especially growing an online business. I realized very quickly that I could hand over the exact same strategy, a proven strategy to the same group of people. And if one person or more than one person ultimately did not believe that they had what it takes or they were worthy enough or insert whatever belief here enough to to grow a successful business online, if they did not believe that it was possible for them for whatever reason, they weren't going to do it. They weren't going to take the actions. They weren't going to give it all that they had. And Growing a business, doing this, growing anything, but especially a business and social media business is no exception. It takes work. It takes persistence and consistency and effort. And I just realized that if if somebody does not believe that it's even possible for them, why would they put in that work? And that's ultimately exactly what they proved. So what I had to do was I had to add in an extra piece to the formula, a mindset piece, because it is that crucial. And that's what we are going to talk about today. So the first thing that I want to share with you when we're talking about a six-figure mindset or, you know, blank mindset, insert your goal here, mindset. The first thing is you need to understand the power of your mind and the power of suggestion, not only from yourself, but to or from your environment and the people that you surround yourself with. Right before I sat down to record this, I was perusing the TikTok and came across this video, and it was a perfect example of what I want to impart to you today, right now. So I thought I would share it. So I don't know if this is a true story or not. It may or may not be, but I think it is, again, just a fantastic example of the power of your mind and suggestion. So apparently there's this guy who was failing in high school, skipping class all the time, was in the wrong group of friends, you know, the whole thing. But he had promised his mom that he would at least take the SAT. So he did. And when he got his score back, he and everybody else was stunned to see that he scored a 1480 out of 1600, which is incredible. And his mom asked him if he cheated and he swore up and down he didn't cheat. And that moment was a powerful realization to him that, wow, I 
I must actually be smart and I'm really wasting my intelligence by not putting forth any effort. So going into his senior year, apparently he started hanging out with a new crowd. He started going to class. He started just showing up and doing the work, basically. Anyway, he then goes on. He goes to community college. Nothing crazy, but... He ended up becoming a really, really successful entrepreneur, like started a magazine company or something, just incredibly successful, all right? Well, who knows when, at some point, he gets some sort of letter from the SAT people, and there was some mix-up, and he was one of 15 kids that ended up getting the wrong score back in high school. And he found out that his actual score was a 740, not the 1480 that they originally told him. And apparently this guy has said that people think that his life changed when he got that 1480 score. But he said in all actuality, his life changed when he started acting like somebody who got a 1480 score. Okay, so that's just, and like I said, I have no clue if that's true or not. It'd be really cool if it was, but that right there, I'm sure there are so many, I mean, countless, I mean, people, we are all examples of this. Those of us who are fortunate enough to have parents that fed our egos a little bit and told us that we were smart and bright and witty and lovable and worthy, a lot of people who grew up like that have healthy self-esteems and believe that to be true about themselves. And then we also know that people who aren't as fortunate, who heard or were told less positive things about themselves, a lot of people, when you're a kid, you don't realize that that's the other person who's saying that. That doesn't mean it's necessarily true, but as children, we listen to adults. We listen to our parents and our caregivers and people that we look up to. So if somebody looks at you and says, uh, you're not that smart, or you're not that pretty, or man, you're really awkward, or you're never going to go anywhere. As a child, you believe that to be true. And unfortunately, until you learn about the power of your mind and how this works, a lot of people still walk around carrying those old limiting beliefs that they picked up on a playground or around careless parents, right? So, yeah, so that's just one example that I found to be really interesting. He was suggested that, hey, you know, just from this score alone, that he must be really smart. And because of that, he started taking action differently than he had previously because he had a new belief about his identity, which shifted the way he started showing up, which created this successful, I don't know anything about his life, but at least a successful business. Can you imagine what if that guy got a 780, what he was supposed to get? Do you think he would have ended up with the same business? Maybe, but I don't know. I mean, if the story is true and he started showing up to class and hanging out with different people because of those test results, it's probably safe to assume that he wouldn't have done what he ended up doing. Who knows? We would never know. And you may be thinking too, well, that guy, he just took different actions. 
he changed the game. He or he flipped the script on himself. He started acting differently, which got him to a different destination for sure. The action is important, but the whole reason why he followed through on those actions is because from that score, it shifted his identity from somebody who didn't care, from somebody who maybe he previously thought he wasn't that smart, to someone who is highly intelligent. And because that shifted his whole perspective on his own identity, that then allowed him to want to take those actions and continue following through on them. So when you can change your mind and how you think about yourself, how you view yourself, you just show up different. You vibe differently. That is the power of your mind. It's the whole acting as if thing. And I recorded a full episode on this, episode 102. Um, I think I titled it, How to Quantum Leap Your Business by Acting As If. And I gave several examples of how I have done this in my own business. So if you want to hear that, go listen. But that's what it is. How are you showing up today? What actions are you taking? What level business owner are you showing up as? Are you showing up as a six-figure business owner? Are you showing up as a seven-figure business owner? Are you showing up as a business owner who rarely, if ever, hits their income goals, right? Like you have to look at your actions and how you're showing up because the reason why you're showing up that way is how you are thinking about yourself and your business and what's possible for you. So let's talk about some tips for developing or up-leveling your mindset if you need it. And listen, I'm I'm not a mindset pro or expert over here. I'm not trying to be, but I'm just going to share with you what has worked for me over the years and what I continue to do just like I do with everything else. And I'm also going to share some resources with you of some pros that actually do really know what they're talking about when it comes to the brain, your mindset, subconscious, all the things. And actually, speaking of which, let's cover one right now. So I mentioned earlier, you really should get into the habit of learning more about your mind and the brain just as personal development or for personal development, whether you listen to podcasts or you read books. I learned a freaking ton from the book, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. And then another one that I love, which is a little less scientific, but I think super powerful, is the book U Squared, which I've talked about a lot. I bought both of those books for several friends, several family members. It's one of my favorite books gifts to give are books on the power of your mind. And those are my two go-tos. So the power of your subconscious mind by Joseph Murphy and you squared by, I can't remember. Now, if I could offer you any tips, I am personally a really, really big fan of journaling. Something about writing out the reality that you wish to create and step into and act as if it just it allows me at least to get in that headspace and feel those feelings and kind of just, I don't know. I, I think feel those feelings is probably the best way to describe that. I just, I think journaling is fantastic. It's also great for arguing limiting beliefs, which we're going to talk about in just a second, and establishing newer, more empowering beliefs, that kind of thing. I'm just big, big, big fan. (laughs) 
I'm sure there are other ways to do this. Meditating, just, I mean, if you read The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, he's going to give a ton of tips on visualization. You could do some scripting. I mean, there are just so many different ways to reprogram your mind and start adopting and living those more empowering beliefs that you need to have to then go out and take action and create the life business reality that you truly want to create. So if you want to try my journaling technique, this is the first thing you're going to want to do. Number one, you need to get clear on what you actually want. What do you want to create? What life do you want to live? Is it the one that you're living? What is the same? What is different? If we're talking about business, are you in the business that you dream of having? Are you in the job and the career that you dream of showing up to every day? If not, own it. That can be really scary. That's a really big ask, and I I fully understand that. But at the end of the day, you have one life. So I think, or I know that it starts with, you need to be honest with what you actually want to create. Now, as you are doing this, thoughts are going to arise. (laughs) They will. You're going to start hearing thoughts. And a lot of times, please, like you really, really need to pay attention because a lot of times we are so used to our mind chatter. I mean, this happens all day, every day, right? Your mind is constantly giving you feedback to the point that it's almost like white noise in the background. So it may take a little bit of practice to start paying attention and catching those thoughts, but you're going to start getting these thoughts pop up that sound possibly a little something like this. Who are you to ask for that? What, you're not thankful for the life that you have now? You're so selfish. You're so greedy. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough to do that. You don't have enough time to do that. Nobody can do that. That's not really possible. You're dumb. (laughs) You're just going to, you will start hearing these thoughts. Write them down as they come up, as you get these feelings. And it's crazy. And I've done this so many times. I'll be journaling out my dream business. And I'm. it's almost as if I'm afraid to actually write out what I truly want. It's the weirdest thing. I'm just writing it. And I'm afraid to do it because my mind is like, that's not possible. You're like, you're making a fool of yourself. Why would you even put that out there? And these are limiting beliefs that are bubbling to the surface. So you want to write them down. Now, after you write them down, you want to look at these limiting beliefs. And for every single one, and by the way, this is a little time consuming for sure, but it can be very therapeutic and quite frankly, life-changing. So it's worth it. I am proof of this. Anyway, (laughs) when you want to go through each one of those limiting beliefs, and then you want to ask yourself, is this ultimately true? Is this thing true? Is it true that I'm stupid? No. I mean, I'm I'm not the brightest crane in the box, I guess. <laughs> but I'm not stupid. Okay? Is it true that this isn't possible? 
Well, no, because you could go out and you can find several examples. I am sure for most people here who are journaling, unless you are journaling out that you want to be the first person to live on Mars, that's okay. That might be the exception to the rule. But most of us for the business, for the relationship that we want to create, the health, the lifestyle, somebody done done it. Go find an example. So that one's not true anymore. What about the one that you're selfish? Or why aren't you happy with what you have? Why is it selfish to want more for yourself? We are humans. We are supposed to grow and evolve. We are not supposed to sit stagnant and not move. Okay, We are living, breathing, growing creatures. It is normal to want more for yourself and to want to expand. And your life and they say the universe will expand with you. Your family, the right people, your friends, they will grow along with you. You will inspire them to grow depending on where they're at. You know, some people, not so much. But why are you selfish for wanting more for yourself? You can be happy with what you have right now. Deeply, deeply thankful and appreciative and full of gratitude and still want more for your life and still want to make a change in your career and still want a happier relationship. You can do, be, and have both. Okay, so do you see what we're doing here? We're going through each of those limited beliefs and we are going through one by one and asking ourselves, are these things true? And what you're going to find, no, they're not true. Because you can find an example who has been there, done that, or you can trace back why you picked up that belief. Why do you think that about yourself, right? There are many, many different ways that you can go about this. We are going to go through those limited beliefs. And what you are going to find is they are absolutely preposterous. But when you don't do this, What most of us do before we understand this process is we think about something that we want and maybe in not like such a grand example as journaling our dream life, but maybe we come across somebody online who has the business that we want or a car that we would really love, or we see two people that have a beautiful relationship. And for a split second, you think to yourself, wow, that would be nice. I really want that. But then as soon as that thought comes in, another one follows right behind it. And it's that limiting belief. And it is those sneaky limiting beliefs that come in right behind it that say, who do you think you are? You're not smart enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not young enough. You're not blah, 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 worthy enough. Ultimately, why would you think that? And then in real time, what you do is you say, you're right. And you keep it moving. Most, most people, because they don't understand this. They listen to that thought. They listen to that old, outdated, completely false belief. And then they just, they keep it moving. They go right back to the life that they were living prior. And they just scrub the other idea out of their mind. So crazy, right? Like that, come on. No. We're not playing this game anymore. So go through those, argue for them, pinpoint, argue for why these things are not true. And then we want to replace that belief with a more empowering belief that is aligned to what you want to create. So let's use the example. Let's say you want to grow a profitable business on social media, but your thought is, I'm too old. So 
when you dissect that belief, hopefully you're going to go out and go find examples of people who are as old or older than you who are killing it. And there are plenty of examples. And then you'll see, oh, wow, that's actually not true at all. If they can do it, so can I. Or why can't you be the first? Who said just because you are of this age, you can't kill it online? You would stand out like a mother, and that's a great thing. Hello, we just, how much have we been talking about differentiation lately? So for that example, your new, more empowering belief can be, there's plenty of people out there who are doing this. Why can't I? Or, heck, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. I'm not too old to do this. My age makes me wiser. I have more life experience. I have more experience maybe in this industry than them young bucks. Therefore, I bring a lot more to the table. I don't know, like replace it with something that's more empowering. And then you want to start to take those on. Try them on for size. Start to adopt those. If you are a fan of affirmations, you can write them down. You can put them in your phone. You can put them on a vision board. But you want to keep them close to you so you can remind yourself because often we've had these old limiting beliefs for probably quite some time. So in a lot of cases, they're likely not just going to like poof and dis... Well, actually, that's not true. There are many times and many examples of people who, once they fully identify that limiting belief, they realize how ridiculous it is. And it's very easy for them to say, okay, absolutely not. I didn't even, I wasn't even catching that. That's so ridiculous. And it's very easy for them to nix that limiting belief. So it doesn't necessarily have to take a long process at all to do this, but just in case you do want to maybe write down those new beliefs and practice thinking them and reminding yourself, hey, this is what we believe now. As as easy as it was for you to adopt that old belief, that ridiculous belief when you were a child or when you were impressionable a long time ago, you took it up just like that in a snap of a finger. You can do this again too. It just might take a little bit more practice. And then finally, what you want to do is then write out or start meditating and think about If you truly believed that belief and you believed that you were worthy and capable of being the type of person who lived that lifestyle, had that business, et cetera, whatever your thing is, how would you be showing up? So you can, again, go to an example of somebody. So let's use a six-figure business example. I knew Whenever I was wanting to, whenever that was my big goal and I I wanted to create a six-figure business, I had many examples of people who had six-figure businesses. I saw how they showed up. I saw how they were confident. I saw the actions that they were taking. I saw how they treated their business, how serious they took their business, how they carried themselves in a lot of ways, right? So then I wrote those down and I started to emulate those people. I started to adopt those actions as well. I had these new beliefs that I was adopting, but now I need to back it up with action, just like the TikTok, that dude example with the SAT. He had an identity shift. He started acting differently, and he created what I think most of us would agree would be a new reality for himself versus if he hadn't have done that. You cannot skip this part. It's not enough to journal out the life you want to create. 
Yes, you can have micro shifts. You can shift your identity and shift your whole energy and and start attracting to you new experiences for sure, but you still ultimately have to take action and be proactive in some sense, especially if we're talking about business. Okay, so if you believe that belief, how would you be showing up? If you were the type of person who had that car, that income, that lifestyle, that relationship, that situation of health, how would you act daily? What actions would you take? What what would your behavior be? How would you be feeling? I cannot emphasize how game-changing this is. It sounds so simple, but it is so incredibly powerful. And even this does take some work. Most times, you're not just going to journal these things out once. You have to, in some cases, it might take you a minute to replace and fully take on that new belief. And it might take you a little bit to change those actions too. But when you do this, you will change your life. You will change your reality and whatever it is that you're wanting to change. It has to happen. When you start thinking differently and believing differently and acting and I think I already said behaving differently, what you see around you will change for better or for worse. It goes both ways for sure. So just understand that this is, it is a process. It sounds simple. It does, you know, it takes for sure daily reminders. I know in the beginning of my business when I was struggling and I wasn't seeing the results in my physical reality yet, it took me daily reminders. I had to get up and remind myself of who I am. I am a six-figure business owner. What actions do I take today? How do I feel? How do I behave? How do I show up on stories as a six-figure business owner before I was? And then guess what? I made six figures and multiple six figures. Now I'm working on what's the next level. So have some sort of daily practice, whether you create a vision board that you look at multiple points during the day to kind of reset you back to to this new version or, you know, for you to remember this work that you've done or daily journaling. Like I said, I love to journal. I certainly do not journal every single day. I probably should. I would say, I mean, I go through spurts of journaling. Sometimes I'll journal, I'll journal every day for a couple weeks straight and then I'll take a couple weeks off. Right now, things are just a little bit busier, so I haven't, but anytime that I feel like my mind is getting weak and I'm kind of going back into old habits, I go back to my journal and I reset myself. So have some sort of practice, whatever feels best for you. This can be as easy as getting a good workout in with some really high vibe music that fires you up, that snaps you back into this reality that you're wanting to create. That happens for me all the time. Also, Understand that self-sabotage is a thing. It's going to happen. Okay, do not be hard on yourself. Just because you forget and you revert back to your old limiting beliefs and you go back to your old actions for a few days or maybe even a couple weeks, don't don't be so hard on yourself that you let that mean something more than what it means. Don't make that mean, oh, those limiting beliefs are true. 
I am not somebody who who can work that hard or whatever. I am lazy. No, no, no. We're not doing that. Give yourself some grace. Understand that self-sabotage is your brain trying to keep you safe, trying to bring you back to where you were because that was the safe zone. The key here is to nip it in the bud, identify it, understand that you are self-sabotaging and own it. So this looks like procrastination. This looks like perfectionism. This looks like inconsistency. I mean, you get the gist. We all have our own flavor of self-sabotage that we will often go to. Identify it, especially if you can be proactive and know like what your patterns are, that's gonna help a lot. But then just nip it in the bud, stop and start fresh. Get back on the horse. It doesn't mean anything about you, but the faster that you can stop it, obviously the faster you can get back on track. Um, oh, imposter syndrome is another form of self-sabotage. That's the whole thought process of who am I to do this? I'm not qualified enough. I'm not smart enough, right? That's imposter syndrome. And episode 99 of this podcast, I interviewed Dr. Cynthia Kempinski. It was the third time that she has been on this podcast because she is absolutely incredible, so knowledgeable, all things brain. And um, that episode, we talked about the science of self-sabotage. So if you want to go deeper into that um, and learn more about imposter syndrome and, of course, other modes of self-sabotage, definitely go listen to that after this. But the way that she described imposter syndrome, she said it's just an addiction to being mediocre. Let that sink in. Imposter syndrome is just an addiction to being mediocre. I don't know about you, but as soon as I hear that, I'm like, oh, F that. Uh uh, -uh. that ain't happening. (laughs) But it's true. Your brain is just trying, it's trying to keep you safe. You're not ready for that. Who are you to do that? You're not smart. Yeah, whatever. It's just trying to keep you playing small or playing at the level that you have become accustomed to playing. And anytime you are stretching yourself, of course you're going to feel uncomfortable. Of course it's going to feel weird and awkward because it's new for you. This is normal. But the whole point is just to identify it and see it for what it is and not let it stop you or slow you down. All right. So that's the gist. That is my advice for sharpening your own six-figure mindset or blank mindset. That's just how I do it. Like I said, there are plenty of other ways that I'm sure people have done this, but this is just has worked wonders for me. It has worked really well for several of my clients as well. They, I get messages all the time about people who have heard me talk about this and who started doing this and are already seeing changes. So it can be very, very powerful if you do it. But the main thing that I want you to hear from this episode is if you have a goal, if you have something that you want to create, you need to understand that it is possible for you to do it. In most cases, Okay, let's take like the weird Mars things off the table. But most people listening to this, what you want to create is possible for you. But in order to be the type of person who shows up consistently enough and takes the right actions over a period of time that needs to take place to get to that level, you have to first believe that it's possible for you and you need to adopt the identity of the type of person who has done that. What beliefs does that type of person have? 
that you need to adopt and what actions do you need to take. It starts with your identity. When you shift your identity, everything else will fall into place. Okay? I love you. I hope this was helpful for you. And if your dream, the thing that you want to create is a booming, successful business on social media, but you're not sure how to get there, get your mind right, and then come join us in the Influence to Income formula. Enrollment is open now. Doors close midnight, May 3rd. If you have any questions at all, get at me. We'll be looking out for them. And I hope to see you in there. Talk to you soon. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.